previously on my best friend's journal. Ran into, we'll call him Stan. We hooked up once. Then we were Snapchat friends for a long time. We still are Snapchat friends. I still send this guy pics and he sends Sure. An established, an established dick yes. pic relationship with. We have been in the middle of sex ed. The education that the show provides is actually pretty fucking good. We saw Lizzo. Wasn't feeling great when I came home. <laughs> and we're both hungover. <laughs> JTT, Just the Tip. Do you ever play Just the Tip? Yeah, for sure. Did you? Oh, yeah. I mean, a million times before I actually got it all the way in. Yeah, dinner with Kirsten, the aforementioned cousin. She asked me who my hashtag MCM was, and I got real awkward. Need to tell people. Oh, oh my God. God. Oh. Michael. <laughs> she obviously knew. Yes, everybody knew. Me. Everybody <laughs> knows. Everyone's known since I came screaming out of my mom. <laughs> I'm super, super gay. <laughs> Years ago, he got a book to hold my private thoughts. And now we're gonna take a peek, grab a drink, or smoke some pot. Your private thoughts read aloud. How does that make you feel? I don't remember what I wrote. This shit might get too real. Nothing here is sacred. I'm haunted by my past. It's called My Best Friend's Journal. Let's start this damn podcast. Let's sing this name a little longer first. It's someone's favorite podcast. Yes, and the world's greatest podcast. Oprah's favorite podcast. He was like, you have the best dick on Snapchat. I was like, thank you so much. <gasps> oh my God. What a compliment. I want you to know they started recording. <laughs> <laughs> fucking set up hi everyone welcome to my best friend's journal i'm cam i'm angry <laughs> angry mike has the best dick on snapchat if you ask his friends i cannot believe you're still on that app it is 2020 i'm barely on that app i was barely ever on that app in fact i yesterday a friend of mine was like oh my god we should be snapchat friends and i was like oh no 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 no! it's exclusively for dick pics <laughs> was for this me. a woman yeah <laughs> Yeah. She's like, I love Snapchat. I'm always on. I'm like, me too. But it's, you don't want my content. <laughs> Maybe she does. You don't know. No, I know. <laughs> You've talked about Snapchat on here before, but like, who are the people that you're connected with? These old boyfriends? Or are they uh, just they like are... acquaintances? Everyone is someone I once hooked up with. Oh, okay. Nobody's completely random. Do they all know that you have a bunch of dick friends? Am I the only person without dick friends on Snapchat? You have, <sighs> you have friends with dicks. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were going to say, you have dick friends. <laughs> No, I'm sure you're not the only one without Snapchat dick friends. I I don't know. It just kind of happened. And I think, I do think most people who have a Snapchat dick friend have several Snapchat dick friends. Okay. I kind of, actually, I like that about this guy that I've mentioned before on here. I think we called him Stan. He makes it very clear that, like I said, when you started recording, he, he <laughs> has lots of dicks to compare it to. I... <laughs> He, that's, um, that's fair enough if he says yours he didn't say you have the only dick on snapchat no but he i like that the best one it makes it very non uh that's what's fun about it. it's not relationshipy it's not like there's no feelings behind it. it's just like oh these yeah. are dicks this is uh -huh. a forum for enjoyable sexual dicks so do you just send yours out to the few friends that you have on snapchat or do you specifically go like this is going to stand this is going to i go specifically okay. I, I don't have like a group like <laughs> my dick consumers <laughs> Dick Sumers. Dick Sumers. Um, so you have a fan of your dick. Maybe you should start an OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest problem with that is that if my mother sees I have an OnlyFans, she will absolutely become one of the fans. <laughs> she doesn't know what that is. She doesn't. And I think she would just innocently, you know, support. She'd be like, I would like to be one of his OnlyFans. And it would not... <laughs> not go well. Um, no, I don't want an OnlyFans. I don't... It's not really on brand for us. What? Your OnlyFans. Your brand is now tied to my brand, which is tied to this podcast brand, and your OnlyFans is not on brand for us. Why isn't that on brand? We talk about dick a lot. We do talk about dicks, but um, we're not explicit with our own. That's true. I don't... I, I guess we could pivot. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Can't ever say that word without pivoting in my head. Ross Just... style. <laughs> back to dicks. <laughs> pivoting. Pivoting right back. Okay. Um, I... Yeah, it kind of aligns with... Uh, I... <laughs> It kind of aligns with, I was talking about a want for a sugar daddy recently, and OnlyFans is easier. I'm not beholden to anyone. I just, it's like um, easy work. It is easy work if you can get it. Um, that's not what that's called. 
Nice work if you can send it. Um, no, I am not in the market for OnlyFans. I enjoy my dick pics for a, a select few, and no money will be had. A lucky few. Lucky few. Um, but that one guy stand does have uh, OnlyFans, and I'm wondering. Wait, he, the guy that likes your dick has an OnlyFans? Yes, he has an OnlyFans. Oh, well, that's very on brand. Neglected to mention that, yeah. which is uh, just strange to me. Like, how does one just start that? He's not. He's not like a in- influencer or celebrity of any kind. What's he's, his profession? Uh. Oh, he's a educator. <laughs> Wait, what? It's like a theater educator. It, it like a public institution? Um, a bunch of different. He's like freelance theater education. I don't know. He directs and does like kid shows. And wow, that's risky business to be having an OnlyFans in that situation. Is it? Should be like it's well, his dick. It's he's it's only to consenting adults who have got to pay. You're right. I I just say risky because if someone found out people would probably be up and right. arms. But I think that people should be able to do whatever they want to. I, for one, am all about OnlyFans. I just found out this morning that a guy that I follow on Instagram has an OnlyFans, and I was very excited. I didn't subscribe, but I did go over to his Twitter and check out Dim Nudes. Oh, yeah, because Twitter lets you do that. Mm-hmm. Well, he's giving it away for free when he's also selling it. That's... Well, there's like 16-second clips, you know? Mm. You, and so you, I, I didn't purchase the full length. <laughs> <laughs> didn't need the whole full thing to <laughs> accomplish your goal. You know how we talked about uh, how gifts on Tumblr aren't going to do it for me? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Although... Sounds like they did it if you didn't subscribe. I just... I didn't need to. Okay, so speaking of you jerking off... <laughs> I didn't say anything of the sort. You said all you needed to say. Back to Cam masturbating. Um, <laughs> sorry, Cam's fam. Um, I was thinking about this recently, which, like, sorry, I just was. and About but, me jerking off? Yeah. Um, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> No, about about you and I, because we had mentioned this the other day that you, <laughs> fuck, 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 you and I jerking off next to each other. It's different. I touched my own. You touched your own. No, you got it all wrong, guys. Stop it. I'm, Pull I'm, your shit together. I just jacked a joke from uh, Broad City. That was Bevers. Anyway, oh. um, you jacked. <laughs> you said once to me that you don't use any kind of lubrication when you're doing solo play not solo play you made it sound so much more untoward untoward um it, and i i do yeah. i always do well mostly not always and i will say i almost never do but not not never i mm, i don't know how much i need to say about this it just doesn't it's not necessary for me and it's like a little extra cleanup are you using like silicone based lube or using like hand lotion lotion oh okay like okay, middle okay. school style yeah uh, because I, it's just funny because i have lube too and i still uh-huh. elect to use lotion because lotion's easier cleanup you can just rub it right in yeah it's you, with along with your <laughs> <laughs> got the softest and stickiest dick around <laughs> that's also yeah that's what Foul. that that's what the guy said to you on snapchat right yeah uh-huh. <laughs> sorry s- did i say nicest i, I meant softest, and softest stickiest. stickiest dick on snapchat <laughs> no you don't um <laughs> It is less clean up, maybe, but you're cleaning up anyway, so what's the difference, really? That's kind of true. Um, it's a different sensation. It is. Especially with uncut dicks, because, like... What you know about an uncut dick? Plenty. It's... <laughs> it is my... F- <laughs> Favorite hobby. It's <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> my say, passion. If you're jerking off without lube and without foreskin, you're kind of just yanking at the skin, which just makes me think chafing. Well... Again, I've done it too. It's a it's a different sensation. Yeah, it really We're, depends on how aggressive you're being with your dry hand, I suppose. Can you just sh- uh, <laughs> no? Don't ask. <laughs> I'm not going to show you. <laughs> how can I be clear? <laughs> it works for me. I save lube for special occasions. Yeah, well, I'm not. I also am saving the lube. Wait, special occasions? Like you know, like a, a nice like sesh. Wait, what you? Do you not use lube every time you have sex? No, 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 no. I mean jerking off wise. Oh. I'm only talking about jerking off right now. Got it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's a different it's a different thing. Well, now everybody knows why you have that Costco sized bucket of lubriderm by your bed. <laughs> now everyone knows why you've got those rug burns on your dick. <laughs> uh well, you uh you do need to make jerking off more special because it's really the only action your penis ever sees. That's that's just rude. <laughs> and also factual. <laughs> it is um it's gotten to a new low. Uh, I had a dream the other night where I had... No, I hate fucking hearing about your dreams. That's not very nice at all. <laughs> just gonna no say one likes to hear about dreams. I The entirety of my dream is I had a head rub. Now, even in my subconscious, the best I can do is oh. summon a head rub. <laughs> oh, just a little head you scratch. You just dreamed about getting touched? Yeah, not oh. even sexually, just a little rub, and that, that was my whole dream. Do you need me to play with your hair later? Yes, please. You can bring it later. We'll see. 
All this hair, you don't <laughs> put it to waste. You love playing with wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Could I have your hair on my head? That would be so much more fun for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that dream your gayest moment of the week? No. No, I can do better than that. Okay, it thank sucked. God. Um, um, okay, well, bring it on. What was it? Gay, 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 gay. I think my gayest moment was having an in-depth discussion about sex positions with a young straight woman. Uh, okay. Because tell me more. Why was she coming to you for advice? You know nothing about that. Um, I think she's taking a sex class, right? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I meant straight sex, not sex in general. But no, I understand the offense. But while you're right, I know nothing about it. There's position wise. Did you say she was taking a sex class, like a in sexuality college. class? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, and she was saying that it hurts when she does doggy style, and I was like, well, mm. yeah, because mm-hmm. that is whether it's a vagina or a butthole. There's different ways you manipulate your body to control how much penis is going inside you and where it's felt yeah doggy style is like just you're letting you're you're letting the giver um you're giving the giver all the control and they go in as deep as they want because it is oh and you're in a position where yeah yeah yeah. nothing's bent up right your body is open and this always (laughs) your body's open (laughs) it brings to light that so many straight people i feel my assumption is imagine that gay sex is mostly doggy style when that is in reality very infrequently how i have sex yeah yeah me too people i feel like don't realize that gay sex i think can be every position straight sex can be in you can have missionary in fact it's probably one of the easier ways to have beginner butt sex missionary gives you a little more control over how deep it's going how much it hurts when i'm gonna paint a real picture here but when your legs are up and someone is entering you and you're like your your legs are up and you're on your back, you can use your legs to like help control the speed of entry, the depth of entry, mm-hmm. all that kind of thing. Um, but when you are on all fours, you are putting so much trust in the person behind you. You are you're at their mercy. Yeah. Also, if you need to if you need it to not hurt, whether you're a man or a woman, I really suggest sitting on it. Yes. Totally. Take your time. Sit. Because you you tell that motherfucker not to thrust. You, oh sit, you sit still. I'm going to do this right now. But also let them know to not get used to that because then they're going to be like, you do the work. <laughs> you sit still until I tell you and then you hop to it, motherfucker. <laughs> there you go. Bossy bottom. Sex advice from Cam. <laughs> How to be a bossy bottom with Cam. That's really good. The irony. <laughs> so you said this young one was taking a, like a sex or sexuality class or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my favorite classes I ever took in college. It was an elective psychology class. It was like the psychology of sex. And um, the teacher was this really woke feminist woman. And she kept bringing in all these really interesting people to talk to the class. And we talked about sex toys and birthing techniques and all this kind of stuff. And she brought in a doula to talk to us about birth. And, and like, have we talked about this on the podcast? No. Okay. So she brought in this doula to explain to us like the birthing process, like the natural birthing process. And I had never in my life been encouraged to think anything about giving birth really, specifically nothing outside of Western medicine. Woman on her back, legs in stirrups, having a baby. That's how it's done because that's the best way it is for a woman and everyone involved. Totally not true. The reason that women give birth on their backs in, with their feet in stirrups is because that's easy for doctors. Doctors can sit on a stool mm-hmm. and make eye contact with their vagina and catch the baby, and that's the easiest thing. A woman's body is naturally more inclined to give birth in like the squatting position. Yes, um, for the same reason, it's easier to sit on a dick. Exactly, but when you squat, your coccyx, your tailbone, actually poop. opens. Yes, it's same same with like a squatty potty. Yeah, not that giving birth is the same as taking a shit. Um, but it, <laughs> I don't think anyone. <laughs> yes, yeah, clear. <laughs> when you when you squat, your coccyx actually tilts back, and it provides much more space for a baby to leave the birth canal, for poop to leave, all that kind of stuff. But when you're laying on your back, it actually cannot move. And so it's flat on a table and it makes birth longer and more painful for women because it's easier for the men, the male doctors who created this whole technique. Isn't that fucking shitty? Yeah. And that's why like like, a lot of young doctors encourage women to get up, walk around the room, hmm. find the position that is comfortable for them. And that's why doulas and midwives are so much more popular these days because they are encouraging you to do what is good for your body only the person giving birth in that moment can know what is going to be right for them Uh uh-huh to an extent you know it is such a vulnerable thing that we ask women to do when they're already doing the hardest thing i'm not asking them to do everyone stop giving fucking birth (laughs) fair enough we've got enough thank you so much (laughs) that seemed hateful give birth if you want to give birth i'm just 
you know. That pro- seemed hateful. Proponent my, of adopting. That's my all. friend Mike who loves kids. <laughs> so rewinding really quickly, how did you even get onto this topic with this young woman? How are you talking about sex positions with someone who I've never heard you speak of before? You have no boundaries. She... It was her fault, actually. Not you're right. There's no boundaries. You know I'm a fucking disaster at work. I don't. But well, I didn't do it at work. Oh, this was at work. That's how. That's how. <laughs> Forgot to mention. You need an HR department. I'm I gonna know. call the owner of this restaurant and offer to HR consult for them. Please do. Use my name. I hope I get fired. <laughs> You've done literally everything you possibly could. I know, including screaming faggot in the kitchen and given <laughs> young people sex advice. Wasn't even sec- I was telling her my. I, I was giving her my experience. I was like, I can't speak for someone with a vagina, but as someone who has butt sex, I imagine that there's similarities. Uh-huh. Anywho. Then you drew her a delightful picture. <laughs> you climbed up onto a table and <laughs> showed her what it was I like. I drew the picture on our wine menu, and then I gave that menu to my table. No, she asked me. She approached, and she was like, how long is your tongue? And I was like, that's a weird question. Mm, um, and I stuck mm, it out, and she's like, oh, not very long. And then I, of course, made a gay joke. I was like, well, buttholes are shallower than vaginas, which... Makes very little sense because what does the length of your tongue have to do with like how? Who, yeah, no one needs to be fully penetrated by your tongue. I don't. Yeah, no, nope, nope, no, 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 no. I undershot that one a little bit. It's fine. Um, it's okay. Uh, we, uh, so anyway, that's how we got there. Tongue, gay joke, and then um, she mentioned tongue, so I had to talk about rimming. Because, uh-huh. you know, and I came up with a good would you rather. It was, would you rather um, eat out our manager who's a cute young bro? Oh, would- good. So you brought management into this. <laughs> I then asked him to, and I was like, I've been telling everyone else, you, but for you, I'll give you someone else because that's not fair. Um, did he answer it? He did. This place is a nightmare. Okay. Continue. So would you rather eat out our manager's butthole once a week forevermore? Does he have good hygiene? Yeah, he's okay. cute. He's, he's good. Cool. Um, or never orgasm again. A hundred percent of the straight women said never orgasm again. Whoa. A hun- really? A hundred percent of the straight guys said they'd rather eat his butthole. Wow. I am intrigued by these results. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I want to ask these straight women about their orgasms. Uh, you know what? It's the line, not 100%. One other young lady was like, I have so many orgasms left. I don't want to... Oh, good for her. Uh, yeah, I was yeah. like, yes. I'm glad that she values her orgasms. I think I get the impression that maybe she hasn't had sex. Uh-huh. And I love that she's... That's her viewpoint. I'm like, yes, good yeah. for you. Come from that point of view. Come, Come. a lot. <laughs> that point of view. Also, I, I mean, f- from a straight woman's perspective, eating ass of a straight dude is so foul. Because mm. they, they don't pay a lot of attention to their butt i don't think yeah that's fair it's not great that that was then follow-up questions i was like generally buttholes that are going to be eaten are very clean and Uh as far as my personal preference goes i'm not going to eat anyone's dirty fucking butthole and i think most would agree Mm -hmm. again at work but you were saying at work yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) my tables had their food (laughs) i I really want to just drive this home i just imagine you standing at a server station watching someone eat and be like I'm pointing. <laughs> like, like that guy's ass is probably a fucking train wreck. But look at this guy over here. Squeaky clean, I promise. <laughs> look, this guy's having the chili, so steer clear. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. You know how I love it when you equate butt sex and poop. It's it's really good for well, me. Um, you, they, they are things to think about. <gasps> what? I finally finished sex ed like you told me to do like two weeks ago. Oh, my God. So good. Um, buttholes and poop was a huge topic. <gasps> yeah, uh, gay douching. This yes. is a mainstream show starring big or with big stars that's like award nominated and they had an entire episode that was pretty much centered around young gay people and how to deal with their buttholes. It was awesome. Uh that's funny. The guy who is the doucher in question, the first thing he did when he the, the doucher in question. <laughs> he um the DIQ, the dick. The dick. He was a virgin and he when his boyfriend was like, let's have sex, he literally got on all fours and pulled his underwear down to be penetrated from behind because he had no fucking clue. And the boyfriend was like, did you douche? Yeah. And then and then the opening credits rolled. <laughs> <laughs> we go on to learn this guy has no idea how to douche. And then we spend the episode figuring out how to douche. And it's pretty funny. Like, there's another gay kid at school. He comes from France and he's just like very blunt and open about everything. Mm-hmm. And he like draws a diagram at one point. <laughs> Although I had one question. He said you have to... 
He goes through the steps, and one of the steps is holding the water in. Mm -hmm. I don't hold the water in. You're supposed to hold the water in until you have a natural urge to evacuate. So that might be like a few seconds, but usually like it takes your body like a minute to to be like, oh, my, I'm full of water. I want to evacuate it. And that's like when it's it's like easy to release instead of just like squirt out, squirt huh. out. Okay. So that valid. Cool. I, didn't, yeah. I was like, he's adding a step. So you're learning so much. I'm learning. <laughs> um, sex ed. Uh, the coolest thing that guy said was um, when directly asked by another kid how to douche. He said, why don't you ask your boyfriend? He's like, I couldn't. And he's like, well, if you're not ready to ask your boyfriend how to douche your butthole, you're certainly not ready to take his cock. And that I was like, is, yeah, <laughs> it was pretty legit. Yeah. If you can't talk about the sex you're about to have, you're not ready to have that sex. Yeah. Especially, especially when it comes to like these taboo things. I get it. There are things about butt sex that can be unpleasant, but that is part of the deal and you have to learn how to deal. Yep. Um, I taught someone how to douche. Taught someone. Um, I was seeing a guy who, uh, hadn't douche he had just never bottomed and, uh-huh. or like rarely bottomed or whatever and he didn't he wasn't sure and i was like great let's talk about it and i was like here's how you whatever and he was like sorry this is so like awkward and i was like not at all like well, if if i'm gonna be the one enjoying the product the fruits of your labor <laughs> <laughs> the product his ass is the product yeah, in but question like, why that uh, to not be able to talk about it just throws so much stigma on it makes it so much harder if we of just course. talk about it that of just course makes it a much easier experience all across the board it definitely does douching aside so happy that you finished sex ed how much did you I'm love douching aside <laughs> douching aside. <laughs> um, it, it was amazing was it not it's, second season was better than the first i mean it just keeps getting better i love i don't want to give away any spoilers but i love the like overt feminism that we get like the with the the women there's some scenes in there that are so powerful i mean so like powerful truly truly watch it if you haven't let us know how you feel yeah. Speaking of supporting your sisters, Cam. <laughs> uh-huh. What's your gayest moment of the week? Oh, I thought you'd never ask. It has been like a solid 10 minutes since mine. <laughs> um, My gayest moment of the week was, it's not that exciting, honestly. It does have to do with content as well, but I was pretty sick. So when you left my house last week, I thought I was getting a cold and I was laid up. I was so fucking ill for like a few days after you left. I made the choice to start watching Cheer on Netflix. Have you watched that yet? Uh, no, but I've heard rave reviews. Oh my God. It's only six episodes, so it's fine. But they're like at least an hour each. It was so fucking good, but it's like, I mean, it's very gay. Like every guy on this, on this squad is gay and it's based in Texas. And so it's like a little bit complicated. This coach, you're like, she's definitely a conservative woman, but she's a fierce advocate for all her fierce boys. And she is, it's, it's, it's honestly very good. Sounds a little Sandra Bullock in, uh. To the movie football player yeah blindside blindside yes it, it she kind of is that um except she's a lot um drier she's like a real person she's not a sandra bullock character um but anyway it was fabulous it was really interesting a lot of these girls have incredibly interesting like harrowing pasts that they like they've kind of overcome and and they've come full circle to cheer for like the best cheer squad in the states it was very good I would say watch it, but like me at home crying to a cheer documentary uh, through my snot was, yeah, a pretty, pretty fucking gay moment. Oh yeah. Crying while sick too. Uh, Crying while sick. (laughs) Painting a beautiful picture. Um, Yeah. But that's, uh, that was like a six hours of of, (laughs) six hours. I neglected that. Wow. Six hours of overt gayness uh, for my week. Love that. And I love the, the gay boys and that being celebrated. You said it's like complicated still like, um, so it's it's complicated in that um, it's like 2020 and i'm like can we just fucking it's gay kids it's fine no it's because they're in a small town like 45 minutes outside of dallas it's like very small town uh texas Mm -hmm. the only reason these gay kids are at this community college they come from all over like big cities she's had kids from canada and hawaii like all over the place come to cheer for her at this one tiny school in corsicana texas and you, you watch her advocate for these gay kids and women on the team. I mean, there's a scene where one of the girls on the team is being, like, exploited sexually with uh, her nudes being leaked on Twitter. It's it's really gross. And this coach marches her to the police station and sits with her while she makes a statement. This girl is really untrusting of the police, but she's like, you need to report this. She's Maeve in sex ed. <laughs> she is Maeve in sex ed, bringing it all back. Um, and you were right. It is 2020, and, and it should be a non-issue. But I think why I like why I like watching this woman um, stand up for women and gay kids is because she reminds me of a lot of women in my life. Um, I, you know, I, I was a, a gay kid in a small town and there were some women, especially my two best friends, moms, both of them. Um, I, I don't even know what all their political leanings are, but they kind of, 
but they come from small Indiana town and they would walk through fucking fire for me. Um, and so it was really nice to see this woman who, whatever she believes or whoever she surrounds herself with, she is going to stand up for these kids. And it was truly lovely. I have to watch it. You will. <laughs> I'm going to force you. Well, tell, tell me what to do. <laughs> Let's get into the journal. <laughs> Okay, July 1st, 2013. 2013. First preview went really well. Had to hold for 20 minutes of rain. Oh, outdoor theater. Oh, yeah. And my song was in the second half, so a bunch of times I didn't even get to it. Really? Yeah. Shows would get rained out. Mm -hmm. Oh, sad. Um, Okay. Mom and some friends saw it. Went to JR's for uh, someone's 21st birthday. Left without saying goodbye. Chronic Oster. Oh, you're an Irish goodbyer. Yeah. (laughs) You know the Irish call that a French goodbye? And on Broad City, they call it a black Irish goodbye. A black Irish goodbye. <laughs> it's just Lincoln. He's black, so it's a black Irish goodbye. Uh, you know, black Irish is a thing, though. Um, I do, but I don't know much more about that joke okay. other than a black man delivers it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, when you say black Irish, it just means I think that's referring to Irish people with dark features as opposed to fair Irish people. Like the guy who um, left you with a crusty arm at a IHOP once. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you bring that up? I'm pretty sure I forbade you from going back to that story. Forbade. That is, he's black Irish, right? Yeah. Hmm. Irish. He's hot. (laughs) Was hot. Side note, really old, but I had a big crush on that guy a year later. I had no idea your full history. Mm -hmm. We flirted a little, but he was that kind of boy. He was that kind of boy. Flirty. It's too bad. He'll leave you with a crusty arm and never return your phone call. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) You and I. You and I would have been Eskimo brothers instead of Eskimo cousins. Oh, damn. We missed an opportunity. I'll see what Peter's doing later. (laughs) You made that joke last time. Did I? Not going to (laughs) happen. I'm working on it. Slow burn. (laughs) Um, Anything to say about your black Irish goodbyes? Um, I just don't like, especially for just a party. I'm like, do I need to go hug 50 people in this room? Yeah, no, that's tough. Yeah. I was thinking about that when we hosted our holiday party. I didn't say goodbye to a lot of friends. And I was thinking, you know what? That's probably fine. They probably just bowed out. Having to go around and announce that you're leaving to everyone is fucking exhausting. It is. Yeah. Thank you. No, there's no... You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think it... People take it personally. Don't take it personally. I just don't want to say goodbye. Mm-mm. Did I suck it? Why? Is there a different... <laughs> a different person comes out of my mouth every time I say a date. A different person comes in your mouth every time <laughs> you have a date. <laughs> You have a very specific smile when you're proud of a joke. It's like, <laughs> that was a good one, huh? <laughs> Don't pull a muscle patting yourself on the back. <laughs> July 2nd. Thought we would stop for rain, but we didn't. Felt eh about the show, but overall it was fine. Went grocery shopping with your masseur. <laughs> the masseur. Yeah. The masseur. Uh, yeah, the guy who gave me a back rub and the rest of the cast a back rub as well. Mm-hmm. Who- Gently rested his boner on me while he did that. I, I remember, yes. That's not true. Can't make that up. <laughs> you are propagating my lies. Mm. July 3rd, opening was canceled. Oh, sad. Yeah, so sad. Oh. There's an opening joke in there, but I'm not going to go for it. We probably used it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, you had the opening party, even though the opening was canceled. That's <laughs> Too many Manhattans, then a drink at Morris Hall. So, so drunk. Oh, I was fucked. Um, I rarely, it's rare that I get super, super drunk. As you know, I choose weed. Uh, uh, I just, I'm thinking about when we went to go see Lizzo and then you fell asleep in the car and then vomited. Was, it is rare, but it was that like. Was personal. <laughs> did we talk about that on the show? I don't know. Um uh, Probably, that yeah. That was personal. <laughs> like, I'm going to get super drunk so I can talk to these hot guys. Oh, your did. your Taco Bell sat in my fridge for like a week before I finally threw it away. Mm, sorry about that. It's okay. Yeah, it's a rare occasion when I get... Blotto. Blotto. You ever heard that before? No. It's just another term for drunk. Oh. Do you want to explain it further? <clears throat> you put that theme away. It doesn't <laughs> require any more... It doesn't require any more explanation. It just literally means drunk. Okay, fine. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? Um, that it is a rare occasion, although I guess it's not that rare since you can name a few right offhand. But uh, yeah, it's Michaela used to get mad at me because I'd only ever get drunk like right before we hung out, before we lived together. <laughs> I'd get drunk like the night before she was visiting. So you then, were always hungover? Yeah. And then she's like, let's get drunk. I'm like, I can't. She's like, you always fucking party <laughs> without me and then don't want to. So a couple of times I've like re-raged to the second day just for her. Ooh, I have a, a re-rage situation brewing. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? 
a re-rage situation brewing. Explain what that means. It's like a few weekends. We're hosting a party, and then the very next night, it's a friend's birthday party. And I know both are going to be ragers, and I'm already like... God, how am I going to get through? <laughs> Just drink tons of water the first night. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Also, um, my friend Casey, when we were in Mexico, she brought these hangover patches. They're like um, just vitamin patches with like a lot of B12 or whatever. You throw them on like a Nicoderm patch. I really feel like it helped me not get super hungover the oh, whole trip. That makes sense. You, you put them on before you start drinking. You leave them on for at least eight hours after you had your last drink. Um, and you put them on a place on your body that doesn't have a lot of hair. So I put it right on my flank. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I thought you had a hairy ass. Uh, it's not side hairy. Not like right there. Mm. I, I don't have a super hairy ass. There is hair on my ass. Prove it. <laughs> I'm not going to show you. <laughs> I'm not going to show you how I jerk off. I'm also not going to show you my ass. I've really misled our listeners. I <laughs> don't want to fuck Cam or Peter. The jokes cross a line. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> if people are just now realizing that you cross lines when it comes to your jokes, they are new here. That's true. Um, we were supposed to have a similar hangover cure when we went to that Fire Island weekend. They were going to do like IVs. Oh uh, yeah, there was going to be an IV bar, but then they like, couldn't make it happen or something. They literally would like plug your veins with... Plug your veins. <laughs> yep. Plug them up. <laughs> Dead. Like shoot you up with shit. <laughs> yeah, those are really popular. They're, one just uh, opened in West Hollywood uh, and they're like... Like a salon, you just go in the next day after drinking? And... Yeah, although it's not just about hangovers. It's like... Uh, once a week you can go in for like a beauty treatment or whatever. I think you can get them, you can only get them every so often, but they just like literally hook you up with an IV and hang a bag of like vitamins or whatever you, you know, whatever that treatment is supposed to be. But I think the more popular IVs are the ones for um, hangover cures. Yeah. Well. Get you hydrated and get you full of vitamins that make you feel good. You know what else works? Uh, water and just vitamins and foods. Uh, although your body does block your ability with a lot of alcohol, your body starts blocking your ability to actually get the hydration. So you just like pee out the water and it doesn't like absorb. That's oh. why even though if you drink a ton of water while you drink, you're never quite as hydrated as you feel like you should be. Hmm. Bro science. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Anyway, July 4th. Oh, it's a holiday. Happy 4th of July. May the 4th be with you. Hey! I said it the right way, except wrong month. Mm. Um, July 4th, it's a day off, obviously. Oh, picked up Michaela. Here she is. Oh, my God. Is that? Picked up Michaela, so hungover from opening party. (laughs) (laughs) This... (laughs) This is on brand. Wow, we Uh, do that a lot. You know yourself really well. I do. (laughs) Yeah, she was pissed at me. I was, we had to, it was the 4th of July, so we were going to party. We planned this, but I, I had a bunch of Manhattans. It's always Manhattans. Manhattans fuck me up. Yeah, brown liquor does the same thing for me. If I, like, actually drink on brown liquor, if I have a drink, it's fine. But if I'm, like, drinking mm-hmm. all night and I'm drinking brown liquor, worst hangover ever. I just won't do it anymore. There's, like, kind of nowhere good to go from a Manhattan that once I've had one, I don't really want anything else. Uh-huh. Like, what are you going to switch to? Right. You know? you, tequila. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Everyone just threw up in their mouth. Um, you went to Porter's for barbecue and drinks. Fireworks at Empire Street Plaza. Empire State. State Plaza. Uh, Michaela nearly outed me. <laughs> to whom? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Over this storyline. <laughs> I am so here for this storyline. Um, it's hilarious to me to think that anyone that's seeing you on stage in any situation, <laughs> just thinking of like, we're going to go see Mike's musical and then... Uh, hopefully meet his girlfriend i don't fucking know plenty of those awkward stories coming up and i'll um <sighs> you'll see him soon but um no this moment i think she just said like she's like oh michael dated some boy that or like like someone that around whom though uh just kirsten and sean oh kirsten who asked you who your man crush monday was yeah since i brought it up it's just another man crush monday that's, sure. how, it's, that's how it's come up that's three out of the three times we've work. had it <laughs> Remember that time Kirsten had a man crush? In like three years from now. Do you have one? This week I told you I finished Sex Ed. The guy playing Jackson, Keeter Williams Sterling. Okay. He is just so boneable. He's he's so fucking sexy. I mean, he wears Oof. the tightest polos I've ever seen. Where does one get polos that tight? I don't I don't know, but he sent him more. Um, <laughs> he's in a he's in a speedo a lot. You'd sniff that bull, Oh, Jake. Yeah. Um, it's probably chlorine. He's always in the pool. Hey, clean. Yeah. Sanitized bowl. <laughs> yeah. Could you just dip that in some sanitizer first? <laughs> dip your bulge. Bulge only though. Bulge only. No, Not trying just, to get um, a soggy. Don't know anything about this actor other than he's like a sweet character for the most part in the show. And he's just 
Hot as fuck. Okay, great. <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> I fucking hate you. Hate you. Cam, I'm gonna, Cam, 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 I'm going to start just giving you a blank stare until you ask me what mine is. Cam. Yeah. Who uh-huh. is your man crush Monday? Um, Mine is... Just some dude from Instagram. No, just kidding. Uh, he the guy jerked off. <laughs> I didn't say that, but you did it. This guy is. Um, he was a dancer in the Magic Mike live show that I saw in Vegas a few years ago, and immediately started following him. He is this Puerto Rican man. His name is Dino. Um, his Instagram handle is Dino MML. MML is Magic Mike Live. Um, but he recently resurfaced on my feed because Magic Mike Live is, I think it's dark because it's moving to a new theater. And in the meantime, he's in the RuPaul show that is oh. playing at the Flamingo right now. And so all of a sudden, see this guy who is just, he's like the Latin dancer in Magic Mike. And mm-hmm. the way that he moves his body is so fucking sexy. And then all of a sudden, he's dancing with like my favorite drag queens on stage. I'm like, what is happening right now? So he's definitely gay, right? Two of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. He's got a boyfriend and all that. He is just the sexiest man, and the way that he moves his body makes me think impure thoughts. Wow. A hard crush. Kim, where'd you get a math, earth science, and bio book, <laughs> and why are they all on your lap? <laughs> to anyone who was never a junior high boy, you might not know <laughs> that uh, we used to call them RFBs, random fucking boners, oh. uh, but especially hormonal teenagers are really prone to getting random boners. And if you have to get up and walk to a new class after the class period ends and you have an RFB, you're definitely holding a math book in front of your crotch or hold your bag in front of you and act like you're rummaging in it. Do you ever do that? Rummaging for your 10 minute walk to your next class. <laughs> so much rummaging. Uh, <laughs> Can't find is, that gum in there. Something is lost at the bottom of this bag. I better hold it in front of me the entire walk to my, my next dignity. period. <laughs> My dignity. Oh. Speaking of dignity lost, the journal says... July 5th. Saturday. Official opening. Beautiful night. Dad and Michaela saw show. Oh, that's weird for me to think about your dad hanging out with Michaela. Um, July 7th. Went hiking in New Paltz with some cast and Michaela. Very fun. Family dinner by your masseur. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who did massages just like he was a very friendly person it was just he made dinner for the whole cast and crew and just liked to cook and like to that's just the kind of guy he was like let me massage you let me cook for you he, let me finger you <laughs> yes you know quick fist is this guy gonna be there this summer no oh too bad um you felt sad and alone at night but very fun day i'm sorry why no other details nope sad and alone yep Sometimes it just floods over you, you know, for no real good reason. Um, yeah, I do know. I am not terribly prone to like just like existential sadness. Huh. Um, that's not usually. Sometimes uh, I think that my when my downs, you know, like if, if we're talking about like uh, periods of being up and periods of being down, my downs are usually anxiety. Um, I, I just start wallowing around in like all the things I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. Um, or I will just get fucking cranky. Um, which I don't love. I get it from my mother. I'm prone to just a little bit of uh, sour mood as opposed to sad mood. I wear my heart in my sleeve. When I'm down, it is the, the room knows. Yeah, you do. Um, we talked about that with Michaela and Christian. If you're really down, it's infectious. Yeah, like hmm. you have one of those personalities when you're like on a high, it's also very infectious. It has been great having Michaela on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, on July 8th, uh, show stopped at 9.43. That's very specific. Got to do my song, at least. Uh, ran into... I'm going to call him George at the post office. Um, George? Is he in any way interesting or important? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm, I might have lost my virginity to him, actually. <laughs> might have? Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so I guess he's notable. <laughs> Is he notable? Nah. He did pork me once. <laughs> No, I, like I half was... porked him. It was a JTT situation. Oh, you half porked him. <laughs> oh, okay. classic half porking. Put the journal down. Okay. I never really know how to explain when and how I lost my virginity because I kind of have hmm. three versions of it. How? How are we on episode 36 and we are just now talking about your Have we talked about your virginity? Virginity. No, More. we can't, though. No. We gonna. <laughs> Have we talked about your virginity? <laughs> no, I don't know her. <laughs> I 
think of my virginity in kind of like three different times and I never really mm. know what to count. Mm. So giving it, taking it, sucking it. Not even. Um, that's funny. The sucking one I don't even consider. It's not even in the. No, I didn't count that. No, for sure not. Um, Pretty sure. <laughs> Although I remember being like horrified after the first time it like rinsed my mouth. I was like, oh, like really hated it. Oh, afterward. how dirty was that dick? No, it was fine. I just was like, oh, yeah. It tasted like you, dick, you know? You just felt like you were. <laughs> now you're salivating, <laughs> but back then. <laughs> it was defiled. <laughs> back then. Your poor virgin mouth hole. Yeah, kindergarten was a tough year. <laughs> <laughs> we're laughing because it was a tough three years. Mike was slow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, your virginity your so, three part so this is the first one uh-huh. i was 15 with george okay um i er a- i must have been 16 because i remember smelling like fried food so i must have been working at friendly's okay yeah part that's part of the gross i like i was sure you were gonna say i remember smelling like dick afterwards <laughs> why would that and and my 16th year i just smelled like dick the whole time so i must have been 16 <laughs> Oh, it's not where my head went. Please continue. So I remember my clothes smelling like fried food because I was very mm. self-conscious uh, about that. Yeah, nothing sexier. No, I, sexier. <laughs> I thought you were going to say nothing sexy about that, but just not. <laughs> but also I was like body self-conscious too. So I think I took off like my top layer and I'm still wearing like a white t-shirt, but just a white t-shirt and no pants. And I got to tell you, there's no worse look <laughs> than someone wearing just a t-shirt and no pants. I hate it. I hate it. How come women look so good that way? It's so cute with just a t-shirt. Because they don't have anything dangling right. below the hemline. <laughs> It's so sloppy looking. Yeah. Also like that parts t-shirt. Are hanging out. So it's your undershirt. So it probably smells a little sweaty and fried food because you've come from work. So cute. cute yeah. Cute, cute. Super uncute. Uh-huh. So it wasn't feeling good about the whole situation. And I remember, I don't know how we got there, but I did. We just did JTT. <laughs> no, but which is just the tip for those in. I, we definitely yeah. explained that on this podcast before. Um, obviously we stopped. It wasn't. I remember just kind of being like a little bit of a thing but we didn't do much i got inside enough that made me wonder if that counted i don't think i count that so that's why part one you really don't warn your mom anymore about these things (laughs) oh yeah mom uh don't listen to that last five minutes a virginity in three parts part two so part two i just remember being really really fucked up this is back when crossfading was the only way i got high the uh-huh. older, older kids would give me weed yeah um, you so still high school age still high school yeah maybe maybe a year after this first thing okay and um it was this guy i used to like mess around with and i yeah it's all kind of faded but we again it was another just the tip situation but we did finish but not from penetrative sex it was like a it's like you entered him but yeah, you didn't fuck him exactly that part happened yeah like it wasn't penetrative sex so much, even though there was penetration. Right. Part three was the first time I bottomed. Um, <laughs> he said that with the limpest wrist you can possibly first imagine. Time I, they heard it. <laughs> <laughs> they heard it flop onto your forearm. <laughs> this was different. I don't. This is what feels most like virginity and not just because it was receptive, but because it was more. It was with someone I've been seeing a long time. Who, intimate. It was intimate. It was, yeah, it felt more, it felt like more of a thing mm-hmm. and less of a just like, we're kind of messing around here. Sure. Um, and I'll, also receptive feels different. Like you are allowing someone else in versus. It's, it is much yes. more intimate to let someone in. So that's kind of what really felt like, okay, by some means or other, one of these three counts. <laughs> um, who was that one with and when was it? That one was with that guy, my first love I mentioned way early on, B, and uh, you might be surprised to know that that was at age 20. That doesn't sound that surprising to me. Sounds like a very reasonable age to lose your anal virginity. (laughs) So much less sweet when you call it your anal virginity. Um, How old were you? I don't really remember, honestly. Really? Yeah. Were you... I mean, it was... So I started messing around with... uh, Someone who I've alluded to before on this podcast, uh, try to be as vague as possible on that one. Currently straight married man. Uh, when I was like probably 13 or 14 and I don't remember exactly when, um, the sex part started. There was a lot of like jerking off, a lot of like oral stuff that happened, but then he backed away when he said jerking off as though there's a lot of untoward jerking off. (laughs) Um, but I don't, remember I, I didn't mark it in my fucking calendar when it started when it turned into well she kept the journal penetrative sex yeah um i do know that we tried a lot of times before i ever figured out how to make it feel good and mm. so i fucked him a long time before he ever fucked mm. me i tried like 
through my young teenage years. I gave it the old college try, if you'll... If you had, the old middle school try. <laughs> old middle school. I think I was in high school. Um, but it was, it, like, it was always awful and painful. I was like, no, I don't want to do this. And then, and he was completely respectful of that. So we just didn't. And then one time I really wanted to try it. Um, and it worked. Oh. And it broadened my horizons greatly. Not just your horizons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling them now. Do horizons. you know what changed or just happened to work one day? Uh-huh. It was the, I think it was the angle of attack. Going back oh, to the perfect. intro. <laughs> what was the angle that worked? Uh, <laughs> I remember it so vividly, but I feel very vulnerable to talk about it in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in a hayloft. <laughs> I love camp fucking in a barn stories. <laughs> and uh, I was uh, standing up, but leaning over a folding chair. Oh, so it was doggy style. Uh, it was, but uh, something about the angle just really worked and i was it was very slow and it was slow is a keyword yeah, too. slow is a keyword yeah um mm-hmm. that is not said enough slow 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 i thought you were gonna say hayloft 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 <laughs> sorry that's what i meant hayloft 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 please if it's your first time and you're unsure find a barn get in a barn get a folding chair what are you doing people Ooh, anyway, yeah, so I kind of had two as well. Um, I, I thought of it, I thought of myself as a virgin until I received anal sex. Really? Um, yeah. So then are straight I, guys? D- no, of course <laughs> not. I was lying to myself because like, I was like, oh, it doesn't count if I fuck him. You know what I mean? That's and, so funny. Yeah, it is so funny, well, especially because he was so like toxically masculine and quote unquote straight. The way that he spoke, the way that he acted, mm-hmm. he was... I mean, it was gross. Now thinking back on it, I you love know? the idea of you just fucking him, though. Yeah, fuck that right out I of him. I did it all the fucking time. Um, to me, that idea of being a virgin as long as you're topping is the same as uh, that straight narrative of anal doesn't yeah, count. You're a virgin if it's anal. <laughs> that is a Catholic school paradigm right there. It's amazing. Ooh. Uh, real quick, speaking of anal, we both agreed that um, oral does not count as virginity for us, but for some people it does. Yeah. How do you? So I guess it's just a personal idea of what your virginity counted as. Dan Savage always talks, he talks about it as like, we call it oral sex because it is sex and that yeah. counts. I'm like, I don't, that is not how I feel about that at all. You are being penetrated right now. <laughs> no, in oral don't sex, tell the people. in oral sex, you're still, there's still penetration. I guess. Do you, I don't consider that penetration. I don't, I mean, when you, penetration has a very specific connotation mm-hmm. to anal or vaginal, but yeah. like it is someone entering you. Okay, this is an Instagram poll. Does oral count when talking about virginity? I think to it's you? just super personal. It is super personal. I just want to know how people feel. It's not yeah. going to change my mind. Yeah. Um, it didn't count for me. Mm. I don't know how old I was when I first sucked a dick, but it was definitely inappropriate to say I lost my virginity at that age. <laughs> Cam uh, <laughs> illustrated his height at whatever age that was. And by the looks of it, he was no more than three or four. <laughs> That is not the case, I promise. Horny preschool. (laughs) I love it when you look scared at the mic. Oh, God in heaven. Well, I'm glad we had those. Glad we could bring it back to God. Glad we could bring it back to virginity. My stomach hurts from laughing. Okay, on July 9th, we canceled immediately because of flash flood. Never went to the pool with George. Maybe oh, you, that's where this came from. Looks like you had made plans to go to the pool with your old fling the day before oh. and didn't write that down. I wonder if we were going to do Pork? things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finish the deed, as it were. I mean, this is many, many years after that first encounter. So. Yeah. Maybe he wanted more than just the tip. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh July 10th, rented a car, parentheses, I'm bleeding money, exclamation point. Uh, You picked up a cast member, struggled to park. Is that a thing? You driving, struggling to park? Yeah, seems it's very on brand for you, is it not? I hate parking. (laughs) Is that a thing? Um, But ate at Ravenous and saw NYC Ballet. Oh, so fun. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, did you drive into the city? Um, No, no, no. New York City Ballet does a residency near this uh, theater every summer. New Paltz? No, oh. <laughs> Saratoga. Okay. Um, Sufjan Stevens had, beat you to it, <laughs> had composed the music for a new ballet by Justin Peck, and it was 
remarkable, but I think this guy, this cast member who I picked up was a big Sufjan fan, oh, so we bonded over that. You knew about Sufjan Stevens way before I did. Um, I knew about him a little bit, but what really brought him into my purview was Call Me By Your Name. Mm. Fucking yeah. love the music. He, he did that. the whole album, right? Yeah. All to see without my eyes The first time that you kissed me um, Sufjan Stevens was wonderful. Had to leave early, though. Frowny face. I think I oh, to get show. to your show. Yep. yep. You had a good show. Um, Moped came? Moped. <laughs> it's an abbreviation. M- Moped? For her. Yeah. <laughs> it's an abbreviation for her name. Um, oh, is that a friend? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So she actually, I was friends with her right around the same time as friends with George, who got the tip. Oh. Like we all kind Are of. Are these all like high school friends? No, they're like young community theater friends oh i actually didn't go to school with either of them oh i'm kind of jealous of that i was always uh envious of the kids that got to do theater outside of school i never Mm. never really got to my parents wouldn't let me because the show schedules would definitely interrupt church oh i was gonna question that because i know your mom loved you in the music man she she did love me in the music man rave reviews from her (laughs) surely she would like more chances to watch her very very straight gonna marry a nice pretty young woman son be in musicals <laughs> uh-huh yep she would have loved it however there were definitely shows and rehearsals on wednesday nights and occasionally sundays which would never happen i can't believe you went to church twice a week that is bonkers bonkers and was not allowed to sign up for any extracurriculars that would interrupt that church schedule would you have been allowed to join like youth group uh at a different church hell no we didn't have youth group at our church our tiny little church and other churches would probably infiltrate me with weird liberal ideas. I could absolutely not do that. Liberal ideas. It's someone else's church. Isn't that a shocking thing to say? Like, I wasn't allowed to skip my church to go to someone else's church. Not shocking at all. A lot of a lot of churches can feel culty, and that's one of the ways. Oh, God. Awful. Not uh, all. We have a best friend who has a great church that suits her well, mm-hmm. but definitely some, especially in Indiana. Yeah, small, little, non-denominational churches where uh, they make up their own rules. And by make up their own rules, I mean read the Bible as a literal text. It is a little triggering, honestly. I think we need to... (laughs) All this church talk has me triggered. I want to go to lunch. Take me to lunch. We are in the middle of our... Yeah, you know what? Let's go to lunch. (laughs) Ooh, that was easy. That never (laughs) Um, happens. You know what? We're in a good spot. Um, We have some more fun stuff coming, but I think that would be better suited for next week. So we will leave this on uh, moped and church, I guess. We've had weirder outros. Okay, well, if people want more of My Best Friend's Journal, they can find us online at mybestfriendsjournal.com. That's where our merch store is. They can find us on Instagram at mbfjpodcast, or they can email us at mybestfriendsjournal at gmail.com. Said like a person who's ready to eat lunch. (laughs) The Um, consummate professional I am is what you meant to say. And last but certainly not least, if you haven't done so already, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can share us as well with your friends. You can subscribe. There's so many ways to support us without money. Also, you can just send me a fucking check. (laughs) Actually, go to my OnlyFans page. (laughs) I haven't created it yet, but by the time this one airs, it'll be up. It's going to be an OnlyFans with no content, but you can subscribe to Mike for $11.99 a month. It's just the cover of our podcast. (laughs) I think that's what they call a Patreon, a non-sexual OnlyFans. No, that does not exist. So, (laughs) let's end it here. Okay. Mike, until next time, always remember... When you douche, hold the water. You want to hold it until you feel the natural urge to expel. Don't pretend like you know. I've known that for a very long time. <laughs> the douche expert. The dexpert. The douche pert. The douche pert. I don't want your douche pert. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>